Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hey Show podcast. I'm on your host today, Ethan, and joining me as always are my good friends, Kyle. Hello. And Hunter, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just as well. Now, before you get up at us and go, why are the Christmas decorations still up? Why are you still here? Well, let me tell you, we are from the past. You are in the future. We are here. It is the middle of December as of recording this because we're doing something special this week for this episode of the HO Podcast. We are recommending each other games to play from the PlayStation Plus library. And then we're going to go away for a month and then we're going to come back. And then we're going to judge our friends' recommendations. That's going to be fun. That's what we're doing. So there will be a jump at some point in this podcast where it will no longer be Christmas. It'll be cancelled and Hunter will look the exact same. And I can put, I can, I'll put money on it. It would be really funny if it was... It would be funny if I had a brand new jacket. Oh, I've got a really funny idea in the edit. If I probably forgot to do this, but I should, as we're changing, I should zoom into your webcam and then change the clip and then zoom out, and everything else will change for you. And it would be really funny. Really good. I should do that now. I should make a note. That's a good one. Write a note with the timestamps. Actually, that's really good. Um, but I was yeah, thinking for like the intro bit, you could do like a spot the difference between past and, pr- and future <laughs> hunter. The same picture, dude. It's a, yeah, it's the it's the office. May meme, well, it may same. possibly just be the T-shirt. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um but yeah it's going to be an interesting one like i say we're each picking two games for each other from the hate from the hate from the psn library the hate library the psn library library we've just done the fantasy draft if you're wondering what the canon is so i've just got the i've got so many acronyms stuck in my head right now um yeah we are going to basically pick two games from the, the library we're going to do a random wheel spin to see who gets who and then we're going to report back on what we thought about these games. You're not going to have to beat them. You're just going to have to play a couple of hours and then we'll come back and give us some impressions. It beats doing a backlog episode, so this is what we're doing instead. Um, but if you're new here, might as well do the spiel so we don't have to do it in the future. Welcome to the Show Podcast. We're here every Monday at around 5pm UK time, 12pm Eastern on podcast services everywhere and at youtube.com forward slash Only, where you can look at our stupid faces each and every week. Uh, I'm not going to do housekeeping. If there's anything to add, do it later, future Ethan, because I don't know what's happening in January. I'm not there yet, so <laughs> no point. I can't believe that acquisition happened. Me no, please I. don't speak that into existence, Hunter. That's crazy, dude. I can't believe that that our fantasy draft is already irrelevant. That only came out last week. That's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a. Uh... <laughs> you hear about? Oh, wait, it'll be two weeks. Group? Shit, I'm messing with the up. canon. It's not even the right time. Oh well. Oh, you broke anyway. kayfabe. <laughs> yeah, we'll live. We'll live. Uh, Honestly, I've 200... lost track of the canon at this point. <laughs> was episode 200 good? I won't know. Wasn't there yet. Um, but yeah, let's just dive straight into it. So, thanks to the power of searching wheel spin on the internet, we have got <laughs> a big wheel. Ooh, Woo-hoo! big wheel. And it's got Keep a gold turn, side yeah. that's Kyle, a red side that's Hunter, and a blue side that's me. I didn't pick the colors. It just gave Hunter red, because of course it did. It knows. Um, it's just it's my world <laughs> you guys just live some... here we're gonna do two so what we're gonna do is we're gonna spin it once whoever it lands on is the person who's gonna give the game recommendations we'll spin it again and it'll be that person that gets them if it lands on yourself again then we're fucked and we're gonna fix it in the edit it's fine we'll work with it it's good so let's begin with the first wheel spin the first person giving their recommendation is kyle of course it is get your games ready buddy hey at least this time it's on the screen so you can't say that i rigged it 
So that's good. So Cal is going to be giving his recommendations too. I wish you could actually make this quicker because my gosh, is this a slow wheel? Uh, 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 me, Cal gets me. Oh baby. Right. So if wait, if Cal gets me. Oh, okay. Does that mean I have to get Hunter and Hunter gets you? Is that how that works now? I feel like that's yeah. how we should do it because yeah. we don't want to give someone like four games to do and have someone <laughs> not doing anything, right? <laughs> I was never planning that, right? So, Kyle gets me, I get Hunter, and Hunter gets Kyle, which I'm not going to lie, that makes me sad. I was kind of, I wanted to mess with Kyle. Oh, well. Kyle? Uh... I mean, I can give my picks to Hunter if you want. No, it's fine. It's we'll fine. tell right. we'll tell the alternate picks later if we yeah, want. Yeah, we can tell the alternate picks. That's fine. Alrighty. Oh. So, yeah. um, the first first game I have for you, Ethan. Um, I don't know if you would have played one of these already. So they're kind of like a double feature. Oh, no. You just pick whichever one you feel like. Yeah. Um. Either Ico or Shadow of the Colossus. I don't know if you've oh. played either of those. I haven't. No. I'll Not say Shadow of the Colossus because I have it. Well, I'll tell you this. In the similar vein <clears throat> where Hunter was like, I played a game for like two seconds and then put it down. Oh, or yeah. Shadow of the Colossus, I gave it a good two minutes and I was like, oh. <laughs> bye-bye. So I didn't give it a fair shake, but that's fair. I will give it, a, I'll give it another shake. Do you shake. have the new version? Yeah, the yeah. remaster, not the PS2. Okay. I'm not playing the PS2 right. one. Yeah, the yeah, um, yeah. We're, we're playing whatever's available on the extra. Yeah. At least yeah, that the it. new version has X is jump, which it was not on the oh, PS. As far as the PS3 version, you're selling it on me. Um, well, I just know dude, that, that they it, fixed the controls. You'd be very upset if it was asking you to press triangle to jump, like if oh, you yeah, had tried I, to I, give I him the last that, guardian. I can guarantee the half of a third of the second half of this podcast. Would be me bitching about the triangle button jump if it was that case, Hunter. Because yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm no, very nitpicky. I'm sure you'll have plenty more to complain about well, no. with this game. <laughs> I'm willing. I'm willing to give it a try because you know, it's yeah, it's one that's f- fan favorite, beloved game, and I haven't given it a fair shake. So yeah, I'm fair, fair enough. I'm happy to do that. We'll see how I feel in a month. Hmm. What's the other one? All right. And so the other one is Dark Cloud. Oh, for fuck's sake. Dude, the other day when I was looking at this, I was thinking about making either of you do that. <laughs> so, it's... So, Ethan, Dark Cloud, if you don't know, it's like a half dungeon crawler, half city builder. Okay. It's a PS2 somewhat RPG. Mm-hmm. And I know you're you're not like the biggest old RPG guy. But the correct assumption to make, yeah. You know, you like the, you like the, like the world the ta- building stuff of Persona, mm-hmm. but not That's dungeon fair. part of Persona. So I'm like, you know, maybe this could be something up your wheelhouse. We'll see. We'll see. Or maybe you'll from, report back in a month and tell me I'm stupid. Yeah, from my initial impressions, I'm like, if I'm gonna spend time with one for more than the like, say if I was to, the idea behind this is to spend a couple of hours with each of them, maybe dive into one more if you're really enjoying it. Is the idea we're doing here? I'm like, on initial pro, on initial guess, I'd probably say if I was going in just based off of blind expectations, I'd probably put more into Shadow, uh, mm-hmm. the Colossus. But we'll see. Maybe Dark Cloud will be better, and I'll just go, yeah, fuck this stupid horse gamer. I don't want to climb big people. Dark Cloud, once you get into the like uh, rhythm of it, is really satisfying. Mm. I Fair enough. quite enjoyed playing it. 
I replay it like every couple of years for some reason. Like it's one of those ones where the <laughs> urge to play it sneaks up on me. Like, I oh, think Sam likes time. this game a lot too. Really? Sam likes this game? I think so. There is fishing in it. So yeah, there, there is fishing in it. Fishing with like unreasonable rewards too. So yeah. There you go then. All it's right. Just, it's just that easy apparently. And there's your homework, Ethan. Thanks. I'll try it. We'll see. Um, next up, I guess. We'll do it. You we'll do the Hunter? triangle then. We're going through the triangle. I guess I'll go for Hunter. Hunter's the hardest fucker to do this for because Hunter is. <laughs> yeah, I do not envy you right now. Um, so Hunter, I've got four here for you, but just Ooh, in baby. case. The first one's quite new, so I'm hoping that you haven't even touched it. So let's go with this because it's recently added. Uh, I think I said in a podcast earlier. Uh, uh, I mean, a month ago that I might have tried it and didn't really gel with it. But I think you might. So we'll go with it. Uh, have you played Superliminal? I have not. Well, I you will do soon. <laughs> Very cool. Well, it's a puzzle game all about perspectives where uh, you pick up items and objects in the world. And basically, if you make it look bigger in your camera view and then drop it, it becomes that big in the actual world. So it's all about picking... It's like a puzzle, like like portal kind of thing. Where it's like mm. messing with your expectations, your perceptions of reality, and all that jazz. Yeah. So, Sounds cool. Um, there you go. That's that one for you. The next one uh, is kind of mean. <laughs> mm. It's not mean, but I... W- right. If you were here two weeks ago, you will have seen that uh, Hunter has now got a massive affinity for Ubisoft. He's a big fan of Ubisoft. Oh, you know, no. Like, you know, I love Ubisoft. It's great. Oh, I'm not going to force you to play an Assassin's Creed game. What I would like to get your opinions on is a little game that they made that has now got a cancelled sequel that's never coming out called Immortals Phoenix Rising. They're Zelda. Oh, I would have rather you made me play the pirate <laughs> Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> oh, but okay. No, I stopped after Ezio. Oh, fuck that off, then. Play Assassin's Creed 4. Yeah, we'll do. <laughs> yeah, play Assassin's Creed okay. 4 Black Flag. That's, that's much better. I'll, yeah, do that. I'll do that one. Sure. Yeah. That's always uh, been the one that people tell me, oh, it's a shame that you stopped when you did, because this one was actually good. Oh, thank oh, God Mortals for that. Phoenix Rising even, sounded funny. Because I don't even like Immortals myself either, so I was going to make you suffer. Yeah, play Assassin's Creed 4, because that's great. <laughs> Assassin's Creed 4 is like the best Assassin's Creed game, in my opinion. Um, cool. it's, it's brilliant. It's about you're going to play a character called Edward Kenway, who is a pirate who somehow stumbles across the assassins and spends 80% of the game going, eh, fuck you, I can't be arsed. And it's great. I'll nick your outfit and walk away from you. Yeah, that's great. He's, good. He's brilliant. The true it. pirate spirit. Take what looks cool and then bounce. Literally, the first quest, <laughs> the first mission in the game is I think you loot the costume off of a dead assassin because you're like, that looks cool. <laughs> Gimme. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, you'll have fun with that one. So yeah, those are my two for you then. Superliminal and Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Um, to be fair, finding games I haven't played, Ubisoft is a good place to look. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's why I was like, it's kind of like Breath of the Wild, but I, um, but now I'm like, yeah, you know what, Assassin's Creed 4 is better, because there are good Ubisoft games still out there. I think Immortals is fine, but you're just going to sit there thinking, this isn't Zelda the entire time. So yeah. It's also, Assassin's Creed 4, shorter game. Yeah. Immortals never fucking ends. Um, <laughs> so yeah. That's that, I guess. And then Hunter... All right, Kyle, for Hi, you, yeah. my two picks. So I didn't really do the kind of pick one in your comfort zone and pick the other. It's uh, more so 
I'm just going to send it. The Evil Within is number one. Ooh. That's the uh, Shinji Mikami horror game that he made when the first Tango Gameworks game. All right. I figure since you've been enjoying your time with the Resident Evil series, you might like this one. I'll give it a shout. A I don't have the same ideas. I don't think I really know anything about this game, so mm. yeah, I'll be going in blind. Now I'm happy. I'm happier with this outcome. I'm happier with this outcome. If you'd <laughs> given me that, I would have told him to fuck off and then walk away. I wasn't gonna make. Well, I wasn't gonna give you the evil within. I don't know of you. You might be like. <laughs> there are other horror games to ease you. Well, actually, you know, it stops being scary halfway through. But there are other horror games to ease you into after Rizzy Four that aren't the Evil Within. True. And True. the second one, there's a off chance that you might have played this, but I'm gonna guess maybe not. I am Setsuna. You played it? No, that. Hunter, no shit. You're gonna I make me that, play that. I had that on my list for you. That's been on my list of things I want to get to eventually. That's been on my list of things I want to get to eventually too. Oh, isn't that fucking swell? <laughs> Jeez. Hey, Ethan, want to join us? We can no. do a book club. No, <laughs> it's only like twenty hours. Is that it? Uh, yeah, double now. That's at least according to how long to beat. Damn, bro. I was like, well, I think the general sell is, ah, this is an RPG that's really depressing. And I was like, sign me up. Yeah. And I just haven't pulled the trigger on it ever yet. <laughs> the furthest I got is I actually did already download this game. Nice. You knew it was coming. <laughs> but I did not get a chance to play it yet. So thank you, Hunter. No problem. I'm glad to have an excuse to finally play this video game. Cool. So there you go. Um... So if you were, if you want to recap, I'm going to be trying out Shadow of the Colossus and Dark Cloud. Hunter is going to be trying out Superliminal and Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. And Kyle is going to be checking out The Evil Within and I Am Setsuna. So we're going to come back in a month and give you Before our impressions. Before we go, on I would like games. to know what our other things were. I was getting to that. Because, um, oh, okay. Hunter, what did you have for me? Um, I had, I knew you had gotten as far as downloading 13 Sentinels, so I figured <laughs> if you hadn't started playing it yet, I was going to make you. Uh, it's on my hard drive, so that would have been <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then uh, my other one is, potentially you might have already played this, but I can't recall you ever saying anything about it. Untitled Goose Game. No, I haven't played that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that may sound fun. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Hunter was right. Maybe maybe we should have just taken Hunter's word for everything. I mean, I'm, I'm also <laughs> let's be real here. Shadow of the Claws is like a big backlog game that I've just put off forever. Um, mm. But also, I don't get to honk as a goose in that one, so now I'm like, it's true, fifty fifty. It's fine. You you got a horse though. True, true. Horses uh, are cool in their own right. Yeah, that's true. You got a point, uh, Kyle. What were yours for Hunter? Um. So I. Uh... <laughs> Already said I uh, gave him was going to give him I am Setsuna, and I also had Wild Arms down for him. Oh, it's an old like PS one PS one RPG. Yeah, yeah, I'd never played that. That's one that I've been meaning to get to. It always looked interesting, but I've just again just haven't had the time for it. Yeah, I was going to have you be that, my guinea pig. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure that would work good. out for you very well. It's Usually, <laughs> I have a higher tolerance for stuff. <laughs> Just a slight high tolerance. Um, and mine, 
I had three. One was more of a meme pick, to be honest. I was gonna, th I was gonna threaten you with this, and then I was gonna go JK. I'm just kidding. The one that I was gonna threaten you with was GTA Five, just for fun. I was just like, yeah, download a 120 gig game and have fun, dude. No, no right. <laughs> uh, not really. Uh, I was gonna make you. you you're gonna be sad now, Cal, because I was gonna let you live a dream right here, dude. I was gonna oh, yeah. make you download Final Fantasy Origins and play Strangers of Paradise because that's just been added to the collection. I was gonna make you play that. Oh. See if uh, the, the power of friendship was the true uh, destroyer of chaos, dude. I wanted to. So, I have a story about Final Fantasy Origins. I mean, if you, you want to tell it, it already, <laughs> you played it. Um, by the time this video, or at least this half of the video, goes up, this was a game I asked for for Christmas. Oh damn! And no shit. Like two weeks later, they put announced it was going on PlayStation Plus, and I'm like, yeah, go figure, dude. Sounds about right. But that was one I was going to make you play. And then the other one was a series that I was going to let you pick any one of them from, which Hunter can probably guess if I've said that. Uh, I was going to let you pick one of the Life is Stranges and say, oh. take whichever one you think's the most interesting and play the first episode of it. Because I'd like to see what Hunter... Uh, Unless Cal's you were reaction. drawn to two. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> don't, don't pick two. But, you know, pick one or True Colors or... If, if, if you feel like being a fucking satanist and going and playing the prequel before playing the original, you go and do that. Yeah, you, you know. Uh, but hmm. I was like, you, 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 you take your... Because I'd just like to hear Kyle's reaction to a game that isn't really a game <laughs> that much. Yeah. Just, like, just live in a vibe for a bit. But those are my two. Um, which is funny with the Origins thing. Hmm. So that's what... There you go. Those were the what-ifs. All right, then. What were the like other three you wrote down for me? Yeah, curiosity because you needed oh for you extras. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know what some of them were. The other two, one was Gravity Rush two because you said that you'd hadn't yeah. played the second one, uh, and the other one was uh, Judgment, the Yakuza oh, spinoff that was about to yeah. be oh. I wouldn't have been upset about that. Yes, yeah. I also would have. Great I also, detective I was, story. I was tempted to give you that one instead of Immortals, but I was like, no, because I haven't played Judgment yet. I don't want other people to have fun before me. <laughs> <laughs> Get your own lane, bud. But there you go. Those are the what-ifs. But like I said, I'll be playing Shadow of the Colossus and Dark Cloud. Hunter will be playing Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, and Superliminal. And Kyle will be playing I Am Setsuna and uh, The Evil Within. And we will see you. in a, It'll be a second for you, but it'll be a month for us. What could possibly <laughs> go wrong? Look at Hunter's outfit. Wow, and we're back by magic. Whoa! Ooh. Hunter, you ruined the bit, if I remember correctly. It's been like five weeks. We were going to zoom into you. I definitely wasn't you. pointed this way. Yeah, you've ruined the bit. <laughs> we ended a full 180 on us. Ignore the fact that I've had a haircut and stuff like that, but, you know, I'm wearing the same hoodie. I did try, technically. My face um, is healed. I was definitely still, like, my lip was busted and shot yeah, in the forehead your bullet wound is gone see yeah. i'm i'm Congrats, damaged because my lips are all like cracked and stuff because i've been ill and it's really cold at the moment so it's like just all trading blows but it's fine uh, yeah. it's nice to talk to you guys again we, i love that we haven't talked at all in the past six weeks or whatever it's i'm kidding we've no, <laughs> no, does... dude. merry christmas not, not friends outside of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> not us. work work exclusive friends <laughs> i do feel like it, it it is weird though because we haven't done one of these in a while. Obviously, we've been talking outside of the podcast, but we haven't done one of these in a while, so it does feel weird mm. to be back at mm. it. I'm kind of glad we're doing half an episode uh, in this <laughs> format, to be honest. It gives us time to warm up again, so it's going to be uh, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, we're so back. We can give you all the real quality next week. 
<laughs> yeah, baby. I hope you're looking forward to another code impressions, uh, Prince of Persia impressions, and whatever you're playing, Kyle, because that's going to be fun. One day he'll Undernight remember. Sistine Chapel 2, whatever it is. Anyway. Yeah, dude. Uh, reunion. <laughs> hey, got it. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, let's talk about some games. We've all played some video games while we've been on Woo. break. Some that we were told to play, some we weren't. But it's fine. We'll talk about the ones we were supposed to play. Um, so some of us deleted the games we were told to play. I did. <laughs> Do I tell that story? I forgot we were doing this. So two weeks before this episode, I just deleted everything off my hard drive, being like, "Why the hell did I install Dark Cloud?" And I just like instantly realized, I'm like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be playing these. I better reinstall that." <laughs> what can I say? I just. <sighs> Dude, I just, whenever I see video games on my console that I'm not playing, I just get, like, delete Goblin, dude. Just delete that stuff. I need that space for the f- 50 million discs that Rebirth's going to be on in February, dude. Delete that <laughs> off my hard drive. Uh, but I did Oh, yeah, I'm sure Dark Cloud was really eating up your, your storage space. Yeah, I had a personal oh, like vendetta against it, but we'll get it. to it. <laughs> so we've been pl- we've played six games over the break, all from the PS Extra catalog. I don't know why I'm catching you up. I think I'm just catching us up, really, because you'll you'll literally be <laughs> a second. We do need the reminder, probably. <laughs> I definitely do. I had to look it up. I watched the previous twenty minutes that we did just to make sure that I we did a good enough job. I don't think we did, but we're gonna <laughs> run. Oh shit! Anyway. I played the wrong games, dude. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> So yeah, uh, timestamps below if you want to go to each on a game-by-game basis. We're starting with the three games we put the least amount of time into, and then we'll move over to the games that we spent the most time with. And uh, I will say, if you like these games and we don't like them, then I'm sorry. Please don't hate us. If you hate these games and we love them, screw you. The games are good. You know what I mean? Like That's <laughs> what we're just going to do. Um, so let's start off. With Dark Cloud, uh, I put about two and a half hours into Dark Cloud. I feel like that is realistic. Uh, Yeah. I wrote notes. The very detailed notes. Shall I get my notes out? Where are my notes? I bet they are, dude. Oh, man. (laughs) Wrote them in his Bible. Well, you know, the first thing that I wrote in my Bible, which has got review notes for uh different games in it that it was mainly just my zelda impressions for the spoiler cast and i forgot how to write since then uh dark cloud forts note number one this is how you know it's going to be an extensive review love the Fortnite dancing was the first thing that i wrote (laughs) you mean the ritual dance yeah yeah dude they were dancing and they were having a great time to be honest uh and then I made a second comment, which was there was all, I could only notice one of them was like there was one woman dancing, and why does she look like every JRPG character from a PS2 video game? Like that's what like every single she looks the exact same as every other character. I was like, fair play. I know which era we're in. Um, what, what I wrote, big belly, big tongue. What does that mean? <laughs> Um, the design of the genie. <laughs> the genie—that must be the genie. Yeah. I, I because he was a big chungus, and he yeah, has a yeah, and he yeah. had a big mouth. He ate a guy when he showed up. Thank God, one of us can speak, Ethan. <laughs> big, it's big more like tongue. I'm just recalling what happens in the game because I luckily played big this tongue, game. Big belly. Yeah, dude, that's uh, <laughs> I can't read. Big tungus. Big tungus. 
this is a look <laughs> yeah. into how Ethan writes his reviews. Yeah, uh, well, I wrote that the main character has a dumb hat. I liked his design, but his hat's stupid. That's what I wrote. Uh, it's weird because it looks valid. like mildly, it looks almost like a turban. Yeah, it does. It's very hmm. weird design. Uh, then I wrote... But he's definitely I... like a pseudo-European kid, so yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Why is he wearing a turban? Uh, then I wrote, okay, enough of the Fortnite dancing. <laughs> <'Cause this was laughs> because the, play... the festival. Yeah, because of the festival. This was a very long cutscene. Kyle, you were very bold to put a 15-minute cutscene in front of me with no... He doesn't uh... know what the game had. <laughs> I've never played this game. Oh, you've never played it? Oh, perfect. Then I'm no. describing it perfectly to you. Um, yeah, dude, it also has no voice tongue, acting, which for somebody who struggles to keep track of things made it very uh, interesting indeed. Uh... <laughs> this is what I wrote, okay? Fat kid Jeez. funny, haha, good one, 2000s video game, because they just make oh, fun of the fat kid. Which is, I feel like it's what happens in every RPG of the 2000s. Happened in Persona 3, happened in, like, God knows Persona everything. Persona 4. Persona 4. Uh... <laughs> And then my final comment from the intro is, game looks nice. <laughs> there you go. Like, there you oh, go. hell yeah. Um, here we go. So overall thoughts that aren't just memes anymore. Things I like. The music. The music was pretty good. It's got oh, a good dude, soundtrack. The music in Dark Cloud is d- yeah. slamming, man. I still listen to like the intro song all the time. The yeah. song from the final dungeon, too, is one of my favorites. Dude, it had some good soundtrack going on. It had some good tunes. I was like, oh, this is cool. Uh, I liked the building stuff. It reminded me a lot of kind of old roller coaster tycoon kind of games, like uh, mm. the Jurassic Park game on the PC that I liked quite a bit when I was growing up, where it's just like, you know, you plop stuff down in grid based format and just do stuff like that. I'm like, it's kind of cute and charming. I like that. I like the idea of everybody being blown away and you just have to pick up gems. <laughs> you have to find them out of the magical <laughs> rocks. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cute. Um, I loved the tech of if you switch into build mode, drag your arrow all the way to the other side of the map and then exit it. it dra- you teleport. It teleports you all the way over there. It's much quicker <laughs> than walking. Uh, and then another thing that I was like, I like... <laughs> Tell me if I'm right on this one, Hunter. Uh, I liked the cat, but I'm scared of the cat. <laughs> I don't know why I'm scared of the cat. I feel like I'm scared of the cat for two reasons. Either I've seen Suzume and cats can be evil in anime so i was like it could be evil or it's going to be a cat girl it's going to be one or the other and i don't know which one it is and i'd be terrified of either am i right uh, on one of them yes oh, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> was it you're the, probably was... you're not gonna play the game anymore would you like me to tell you which one was it a cat girl it probably it's too far yeah she becomes right? she, you give her a potion she turns into a girl with cat ears and she becomes a party member <clears throat> should have played it longer you know, who knows <laughs> anyway things i don't like um, no voice acting. I know it's it's in that weird era where it's like voice acting started to come. Weird because it was made. It came out in like two thousand and one. Yeah, so it was in that era where stuff was starting to have <laughs> proper voice acting in JRPGs. It just it feels weird, especially when you have long cutscenes and stuff like that with no one talking. Um, it's just reading a load of text boxes. It was like it was quite. Mm difficult to get grips it's also a very generic kind of fantasy setting with a story and when you see it it's like the first thing you see kyle is you've got this ritual of people dancing and then you see like this fucking like 
fat guy and a guy that is just the definition of like army sergeant whatever walking and i'm like oh yeah, god it's like flag or whatever yeah, ah. it's, just, it's just the generic police come storming in and you're like oh no he just has like a tan he just has like a tan overcoat and one of those hats that like obscures his eyes yeah um, evil mustache. yeah a mustache um, yeah and i i um I just thought overall the story wasn't really interesting to me that much. Like, I feel like if I played this as a kid, I would have been more patient with it and I wouldn't have cared as much. But coming back to, like, to me, the main... I don't really care about JRPG mechanics or just Mm -hmm. mechanics in general when it comes to that. The thing that usually keeps me hooked is the story. And this game's pretty bare bones when it comes to story. It basically is, oh, your town's blown away. Get in that cave, find them. (laughs) Dig them out, Mm -hmm. baby. Off you go. You see, Um, yeah, that's the thing is uh, with this game the first one you go to like five different places and each town mm-hmm. kind of has its own story the problem is with the first one is if the first town anyway is you know you already live there so it's kind of like they act like they all know you and you don't really get to learn that much about them yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh i specifically said that i didn't like the fact there was a water meter i thought that was dumb i'm like yeah that's something they took out in the sequel I'm yeah. like, I'm like, this is. Well, I'm like, this is a bit early to be doing random shite like that. Um, so overall, I wrote it's cute, but I would only recommend it if you like dungeon crawl. I don't really talk about the gameplay really. I'll talk about the gameplay really quick. It's a dungeon crawler basically. It's like get into a dungeon. Is it randomly generated? I don't know if it's randomly generated or not. But you just go into. A uh, yeah, the floors aren't like in a set pattern. Yeah, it's just like random all... floors. The whole idea, Kyle, is you have to whack people with your sword. One of the random enemies on the floor will have a key that lets you open the door to the next floor, and you just keep on. Mm-hmm. You, it's basically like the old kind of JRPG. It, you got to make sure to get the magic rocks that hold the people before you leave. Oh, yeah, and get and, and and get the rocks that have them pe- magic people, whatever. Bloody blah blah blah. Um. But also, weapons have durability, you have a water meter, all this jazz. People complain about Breath of the Wild, ladies and gentlemen. It, this game was doing more tedium back in 2000 and fucking one, so fair it play. It sure was. Yeah. And that's why, <laughs> yeah, the weapons break forever. You could repair them, though. Which but use magic dust, yeah, you can use dust yeah, to repair them. Dust. Um, but yeah, it's it's a standard J- JRPG kind of dungeon crawler experience. And I'm like, if you go in knowing that and you like that kind of thing, and you like the idea of a town builder and stuff like that on top of it, I think you could like it. To me, for someone with a short attention span who is extremely stupid when it comes to these kinds of things, it just was not hooking me in, really. I gave it like mm. two and a half, three hours, and it just wasn't really doing anything for me. Um, yeah, that's but, And if you specifically want to play a city builder or make something like that, go play something else because there's way too much of the other stuff. It's not like, you know how you can almost, when recommending Persona, it's like, hey, if you just want story, then stick it on the baby difficulty and you'll get mm-hmm. more story than gameplay in the grand scheme of things, right? This game, no. If you really want to enjoy the city builder, you have to go and do your damnedest to <laughs> to do well in the the regular kind of dungeon crawling sections, really. And it's more like it's more like an ad, it's like a cherry on top of the game more than the actual main feature because it's just like oh once you've saved everybody then you can plop them down and sort out rivers and stuff that are very PS2 like <laughs> in their game creation yeah. of right angles only baby get that right angle in. <laughs> see, um, I think that if you see 
especially with the rise of like the general uh, just a bunch of games in the past couple of years with this mm-hmm. kind of general loop even with something like Hades where it was just you know do your attempt on the dungeon go back get some story I feel like if they did another one of these today it had it has the potential to really like capture an addicting cycle that way because mm. the further I got into this game I felt you know when I played it the couple of times I did I, I got real into the loop of like upgrading the weapons and stuff because it just mm. felt good to get my weapon, get my cool sword by taking other swords and turning them into little attachments to put on the sword that was going to be the super sword at the end. <laughs> oh, and don't like if you're into it, I can 100% see these systems going on. And also, it's just interesting to see stuff like this game has a very similar loop to things like Persona, like Persona 3 and stuff that came later, where it is kind of that balance of go into a dungeon, do some stuff, come back out, meet the people that you've saved, sort that kind of... It has that similar kind of vibe of that two-tone structure, which I think works really well in these kinds of games. It's just whether that actually hits with you. And to me, it wasn't really, but I can see it hitting other people. I definitely... There's nothing wrong with the game. I don't think there's any fundamental issues with it. Where It's mainly just me not clicking with it rather than any, Mm -hmm. like, actual flaws that I can find in it. Uh, except for the weapon durability being too fucking low. Like, what the hell is that, dude? I got like 20 <laughs> swings from a sword and it was like, oh, oh stinky, get the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, and of if you get anything dungeon. besides your starting <laughs> weapon, it's gone forever if it breaks. Yeah. And they do the Which classic starting sucks. weapon, you get to keep it, but it does one damage once it's broken. Like, it's just yeah. like, it's like swinging a fucking twig at somebody. <laughs> the classic. Um, That's something that they improved on in the sequel, is that I don't, I don't think the weapons were broken forever, regardless of when they were. It was just, you had to fix them. Yeah. But overall, if, if, you, if you like the idea of it, you might like it. There's also a sequel that does a lot of different things. It's Dark Cloud 2 in Europe, or Dark Chronicle, I think, in America. It's a Dark Cloud 2 in America, and it was... Oh, the other way around. Dark there you go. Chronicle no. in Europe, yeah. There you go. All the way around. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> but no, check it out if you like that kind of thing. Go for it. Uh, Hunter, you played Superliminal. That was your shortest game. That was. As far as, like, pure hour time, technically, percentage-wise, I beat the game, so... <laughs> in that sense, I played more of it than I did Assassin's Creed. Congratulations. But, yeah. Yeah, Superliminal's interesting as far as I like the I like what they were going for with the whole perspective notion with the mm. way their whole gimmick there. I think that uh I think that it could have used some work in the way they make it actually function though. This is why I this goes I I mentioned it on the podcast a couple of weeks. I don't know. We recorded so many episodes in bulk, I don't know where it fucking came up. It came up somewhere, maybe. But I talked about how I did start up Superliminal. I just the controls were just not doing anything for me. The the perspectives it didn't yeah, feel good it, to try uh, and get the right size and stuff. So I was like, I'll throw like it on Hunter was... and put my hands yeah. behind my head and go, hey, not me. Um, yeah, it felt like a lot of times I was fighting with the uh, whole gimmick to make it work the way I wanted mm-hmm. it to work. Which, in that kind of sense, like, uh, yeah, in that kind of sense, it kind of falls short of something like a uh, viewfinder the one I played recently where that just works exactly how it looks like it works. And that was great Mm. for it because, you know, (laughs) you wouldn't expect it to work that way. Or that's why portal on top of all the other things is really good because that just works the way that you would want it to work. And that doesn't really happen here, but it wasn't like so horrible that it like ruined my life or anything. I've still beat the game. I still, you know, moved on. I think, uh, dude, although let me tell you, 
atmospherically it was really cool but my god they were really good at being like oh yes it's a dreamy kind of thing because in 30 minutes i was very sleepy <laughs> i was like okay i'm gonna put you down play something else come back to you then to, in a day or two and then i'd beat the game when i did it that time but i had to break it up into two sessions because the first like two levels were very sleep inducing <laughs> and not like a bad way it's just kind of the vibe it was giving me it was making me sleepy that's fair that's fair but uh i will say this as far as like in a comparison in another comparison to viewfinders because it's another similar game that i've played recently uh i think it's better at like bringing intrigue to your situation than viewfinder was where Mm -hmm. like viewfinder was cool mechanically but like as far as the extra stuff of the setting and the context i wasn't super into i think that the uh idea that you're trapped in like this dream therapy thing and it's went awry is a really cool setup it made for uh when later chapters got a little creepy it made it really neat i quite enjoyed it as far as that went because you know there was a they did a really good job at iterating on the different ways that perspective can be uh used as a gimmick too like not every one of them was just approach it to make it look bigger some of it was like how light is hitting something hmm. or then uh, the other ones are escaping me, but Oh, there was a, the, it was like the second to last level. I think was you had objects that were in the, uh, you'd have like objects in the world that you, when you would go through, like they were like little doll houses essentially. And you'd go through it and you'd have another object of the net room you just came out of in the room that was, that you oh, just went nice. into. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a bunch cool. of that that I think that was when it hit the best stride with the uh puzzle solving because that one was more of a I wasn't fighting as much with it because it didn't matter that much because all I had to do was like maneuver the object that I was walking into to suddenly be somewhere else in the room. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then yeah, there were a couple of other gimmicks that they had that are escaping me, but they did a good job at iterating on each level being different in that regard the yeah the intrigue throughout the uh experience was better than i think a lot of puzzle games managed to be like man let me tell you people say the witness is one of the best puzzle games ever super boring though if you're not just in in it for the sake of doing puzzles (laughs) yeah like i couldn't get into that one because i'm like yeah this is fun and all but i'm gonna leave now <laughs> or, or even something like uh, Humanity was another one from last year that I think was really good while I was playing it, but there was not like a thing to entice me to go back, you know. But yeah, yeah, overall, I'd say this is a solid one. Play it if you like puzzle games. <laughs> Play be, it if you like puzzle games. Be go. lenient about the controls, I guess. If you're <laughs> not yeah, everything if you're, can if be you're, portal. If you're, if you're a control snob, maybe it plays better on mouse and keyboard. I don't know. I don't. I don't Very know. possibly. It does. Probably does, to be honest. Um, but, oh, yeah. this is one thing specifically about the objects and the control <laughs> oh, that I was just reminded of. It's really oh, weird we that go. it only lets you spin it like horizontally. Mm. Like you're, you can hold the objects in front of you, and you can only spin it one way. You can't like spin it up and down. Huh. That's f- silly. It's that's a choice. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it is weird. 
I don't have it. Yeah, I don't have anything to say about that one. That is just yeah, very weird. yeah. That's just like a bizarre design decision. I was like, what? And like half the time, they were a lot of the objects were cubic, so it didn't really matter. But like sometimes yeah. there would be specific divots on the cubes that I needed to be a certain way, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Could you like yeah. pick up, put down the object, and pick it up and change how it's oriented? Dude, I tried so many times, but just like sometimes well, I could. It only goes one way. I would have to like try and drop it all stupid, like and like hope it changes size, and then also bounces on like its <laughs> edge. Oh no! And then lands the way that it wasn't before. Hmm. Neat. It's yeah. It's a. It was a weird one. Like I said, you might you might vary. It might vary. I just might have just had not the. I just probably didn't have the patience for it to be honest like whenever sometimes when i get awkward controls i'm just like ah eh, fuck it i can't <laughs> instead of maybe going hang on let's give it a chance I'm just like, i quit no, we'll get to that yeah. later uh, when we talk about shadow of the classes but you know i sometimes interesting control schemes just don't work with me and you know that's okay uh kyle you played the evil even. within for a period of time I... speaking of things that might not work with you uh, how did you find the evil within <laughs> Speaking of not being able to turn, so uh, one of the first things I noticed about this game was that in the options menu, there's no inverting the x-axis. You can only invert the y-axis in believe, the year of uh, our Lord 2014. Uh, in the year of our Lord 2014, there psychopaths. I believe, yeah, I believe it's because, I believe it's because we thought that we had gotten rid of all these We thought we evolved past this. Yeah, we evolved, we moved on. Everybody else learns how to get a grip. Like, what the hell is this? I mean, look, I learned how to play the video game. Yeah, what, turning left, left, to go time, left? Man. I don't, that's fucking revolutionary, that one is, isn't it? Wow, that's crazy. Not a fan. Not yeah, well, a fan. Here's, Not here's a fan the thing. I've always, I will always support our friends that are the invert of the Y. I can understand that from time to time. I think you're pretty crazy unless you're driving like a plane or something. But, you know. Yeah, it I only really just... works for me in, like, Star Fox. Yeah, something like that. But I can understand you. I can understand you. You're built weird, but I respect you. Inverse axes, weirdos. What the fuck? Get the hell out of my bar, dude. What the fuck are you doing? Like, no. <laughs> you, can't, right, you can't steer sober while you're drinking. Fuck off, dude. No, you can't do it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Evil Within, this is like a action horror kind of game. In the same vein of Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, closer to like four. Yeah, four. Not not as much five though. Five is just an action game. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think four is probably the best point of comparison. Um, yeah. game's all right. That's I played... it, guys. Thank you. I hope you even <laughs> enjoyed that. I was like, I hope you expound more, so I don't have to just talk about it for five minutes. <laughs> you don't get to. It's his game. If he wants to just shit on it, well, not have an inverted X, well, no, no. I mean, if he didn't have any opinion at all, I feel like it would be on me to fill the time well, a little bit. No, no, no. If he doesn't have an opinion, we move on onto that. The rule. <laughs> You've had plenty of chance to talk about the evil within the past four years. Like, get a grip, Kyle. Say your yeah, piece. So... So I played six hours of it. I got to the start of chapter nine, which is about like halfway into the game. I looked it up. There's like 15 chapters. I think it was. So we got, we got a good ways into the game. Um, I didn't dislike it, but I also wasn't like blown back by it. You know, um, a lot of the game just felt very basic. I think that's Mm. a good word for it. 
and the horror like a lot of the horror aspect of this game comes from like creepy monster body horror which Dude, this is a very like japanese horror horror game <laughs> yeah which for me like that kind of horror doesn't really affect me that much it's like my brain can be like okay this is like abstract enough for me to know this isn't real mm-hmm. like i think it's in chapter three when they introduce like what's basically like the the best way to describe it is like the girl the woman from the ring but like well, as a spider, spider body yeah. uh, and i'm like this is hilarious since patches terrifies you Pa- I, okay. I don't. Oh, I don't look, patches in Bloodborne hit like no an f- uncanny valley, dude. No one fucks with spider patches, Hunter. No one fucks with that <laughs> for one. And two, that would be my nightmare because that's like spider patches. And also, I don't know if I've mentioned on the on the show before. Uh, when I first played Dead by Daylight, uh, like which I've only ever played like three matches of Dead by Daylight in my life. My first one was I was like, eh, fuck it, I'll try it. What what's the worst that could happen? I never knew that they the recent DLC they added was the ring, and I came across that I literally <laughs> shat myself, dude. Literally just fucking warm and crawl out of TV. I literally shat like I was like, nah, dude, nah. That's literally <laughs> those are two of my nightmares put back to back as a spider fucker from the ring. Now nah, nah. never playing that <laughs> game. Screw that. He just ripped the PS5 out of the wall and chucked it out the window. It was my Series X, and I might as well have, oh. dude, because I've not played anything on it. There's nothing worth playing at the moment, is there, guys? <laughs> I'll play two coming in May. <laughs> 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 I'm not playing that either. Anyway. Uh. But yeah, so, you know, I've seen bits and pieces of uh, The Eve Worm before. I, I know, I've always known, even from the box arts of that, that game's never going to be my jam. Never was nah. going to be. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of body horror to be honest. Most of the time for me, I just it's it's just I, well, I'm not a huge jump scare fan, but it's just like I just that's just weird to me. I'll be like, eh, fuck off. Oh, don't worry, <laughs> this game's got those too. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite. Yay. Um, what else has it got? It's got a lot of missions that feel like they would be in a Resident Evil game. Shinji hmm. Mikami, baby. A. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> No, like I feel I feel like I'm doing this game a disservice by comparing it to to Resident Evil. Mm. Cuz like back in 2014 we didn't have the Resident Evil remakes. No. Like didn't I'm pretty even sure have AAA horror games really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so like I'm trying what to like put myself into the mindset of of where people would be at in 2014. Yeah, you got to pick, you got your pick of this or Alien Isolation, essentially. (laughs) At a triple A level. That's sometimes how I feel about stuff like, um, when Ukulele came out and it got like 68s or whatever, and I had a good time with it. But I think it's just Mm -hmm. because from a platformer mindset, there was such a drought and stuff like that. When it's really like, we had the 2016 remake of Ratchet and Clank and that was about it. Like NST hadn't come out yet. None of this rebirth of like a load of platforms coming out. When you're in a different headspace, games can hit different. Where it's like, when you're in a drought, then maybe you will like this. And then when you're playing it, when (laughs) literally we have a Resident Evil every year, it seems, and everybody else is trying to make a horror game or a remake of a classic, you're just in a different mindset entirely compared to 2014. Like, Like, nowadays, if you've exhausted all of your potential horror game options, I would say, yeah, check this game out, but... Honestly, if you've got if you still haven't played the Resident Evil remakes, just play those instead. 
Um, the sequel is oh, back comes to down. Though, isn't it, Hunter for the Evil Within? So, it, I can't it's, so I, I'm of the unpopular opinion that I think that the first game is a better horror game. Like, technically, the mm. sequel plays better and stuff, but the way it's structured, like, they make the levels more open-ended and whatnot. And, you know, mm. in two. And for something like, uh, like, it kind of, there's like this kind of abstract town sort of thing that you're traversing through. So all of the, you know, claustrophobia of the corridors and stuff is gone because anytime yeah. you come across mm. a group of monsters, you can basically back up 10 feet and walk to the left 10 feet and then suddenly evade <laughs> everything. Like, yeah. that kind of worked back in the day with Silent Hill because the fog was there and any it, you could only go two feet without a monster stirring your Kool-Aid anyway. So, you know, we've worked as a mm. connective tissue that way, but I don't really think it worked very well and the evil within two and i i took notice of that because in that game like the linear like horror missions were the best parts of that one mm. they also like the second game they were like three separate like he mentioned laura the spider ring demon oh that thing yeah. had a name yeah you would have learned that if you played up to chapter 10 oh <laughs> fiddlesticks oh, yeah baby. her name's laura no shame. but no shame. so she was you know for that game unique it's got the it's got the typical like japanese horror dark haired woman with the you know the ring thing yeah. but she's also a spider they do the japanese horror dark haired woman thing like three more times in the second game <laughs> Like, there's one that's literally just, like, the same thing, but a ghost. Like, not a spider, but just kind of, like, the ring, but a ghost. There's uh, one that's, like, you know, got, like, 700 arms coming off of one big arm or something. <laughs> and the other arm's a saw blade, but it's still, like... And then there's uh, a third one, I think. I can't remember anymore. But... See, like, and it's, like, wacky <laughs> shit like that? I wouldn't think that's scary. I would think that's funny. Oh, dude. Just, like, like the absurdity? I thought it was like even first playthrough of the first Evil Within game when the number of times the the dude in the white robe, his name is Rubik, the number of times he just shows up and throws sea bass down a hallway and then hits him with a tidal wave of blood. <laughs> it's weird that that happens more than once. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the other thing about this game, like. I really didn't give a shit about any of the characters. Oh man, yeah, I really like, didn't think that Seabass and his partners were that interesting. Seabass is so like a plank so of wood. Like, Joseph like, Oda is voiced by Yuri Lowenthal, and my god, he that could not save him. He sucks, dude. <laughs> I have an embarrassing admission. It took me until chapter six to realize that he was voiced by Lowenthal. Oh. It took me way too long to realize Ooh. that. It took me a while to be sure. <laughs> Dude, you're just you're falling off. You fall, your Yuri Lowenthal radar is just falling off. Dude, you just you're not uh, getting. It. It's not working sorry, like dude. it used to. I need to play more Spider Man. You, you do. You need to in Kyle's defense, this game, the, the performances in this game by everyone except the villain are very subdued. Yeah. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I just like I didn't really find the cast interesting. I didn't. So I, by extension, then I didn't really give a shit about where the story was going. I don't know. It was kind of just like a whole us uh, like an amalgamation of just things not working for me. Yeah, and to be fair, like the story like chapter 10 is where a lot of things get con contextualized. Ah, but uh 
the don't story listen itself. Don't listen to him, Kyle. You made the right choice. Don't listen to him. No, no. Like by all okay, means, if you oh no, feel I'm like sticking by my guns. And I, I would tell I you to play Dead Space. Finish that before finishing <laughs> this. But what I'm saying is, up until chapter ten, it just feels like a lot of things are happening to you. Hmm. Yeah, that was that was something I took down in my notes. Where it just a lot of the game up to that point just felt like a lot of set pieces without like any real coherence to why they're there if that makes any sense yeah because it was like oh wouldn't it be weird if a dude in a white robe threw you down a hallway with inception gravity and then shot you with blood yeah (laughs) and then a bunch of different stuff like that bizarre game but hey there you go i guess yes are but yeah yeah i think that about sums it up play it if you have if you like horror games and you have nothing else to play, I want to go. Wow, what I'm sure there. What endearing. I, I, I think that I think if is. I thought about yeah, it, yeah, I'm sure there's worse horror games. Like if I thought about it long and hard enough. Yeah, but or, Hunter, you've for got more the than encyclopedia of horror games, right? <laughs> Kyle's literally. Well, yeah, I'm like just four. saying. Kyle is saying this off of the back of he's only played Resident Evil. <laughs> well, like half I, of Dead Space right, remake. I'm sorry. I thought this was the time where I, I if if Kyle says it's shit, I, I'm I'm trusting Kyle. We chose we gave these games to each other, knowing that we could hate them, and yeah. there we go. Yeah. Hunter's Why do you think I gave Ethan two thing. PS2 games? Dude, yeah, dude, Hunter's about to take his mask off and reveal his fucking Shinji Mikami under there, dude, with the amount he's defending this fucking game. Calm down. We'll be fine. Anyway, let's talk about another PS2 game, because like I said, Hunter fucking <laughs> got off easy. Hunter got new ga- newish games. Ethan got the barrel in the dregs. Fucking... The Look, man, that... I thought you'd like the town building of, cloud- of Dark Cloud. That's nice, dude. If my three hours, that was roughly about 20 minutes, if that, and that's because I Bro, sat I don't know there. the pacing of Dark Cloud. I never played dude, it. I made it last 20 minutes. I was like, Kyle promised me a tower builder. This is what I fucking get. I'm just going to sit in this <laughs> menu for 20 fucking minutes, looking at how the shit, how the rivers are built with stupid fucking right angles. And I only had four pieces. So it was more of a stream than anything. Anyway, Shadow of the Colossus is a video game. Thank you yeah. for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, now, um, I have an interesting relationship with Shadow of the Colossus because I have originally, I played it for all of about 10 minutes. Uh, not even that, really. Where I, well, let's say half an hour, actually, because the cutscene, the first cutscene, again, is 6 million years long. It's about 15 minutes long. Why? I don't know, but it was. Um, so I watched that 15-minute opening movie and then I got to the point where you control Wanda, and then it said, press triangle to call your horse. And then I got on the horse. It controlled like shite. I had to climb up that rock. I closed the application. I uninstalled the video game, and I went, see you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. And then Kyle's like, back for round two. So here we go again. Uh, and this time, I can actually say that I did beat Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, hey. Not only that, I did beat Shadow of the Colossus twice. Uh, wow! Not only that, I did actually platinum the you game because once plat. I was in, I was I was yeah, in. Because just... <laughs> if I'm gonna be forced to play a video game, I'm getting something in for out. a penny and for a platinum. <laughs> no, I do want it. I'm right. like, don't I... be fooled, audience. When he says he played it twice, that means he did it for something. He never replays games. 
That's not true. I he had play... an ulterior motive. I replay platformers quite a lot. Um, I feel like there was <laughs> there, there is usually it's like a Shadow of the Colossus, but a fancy platformer. <laughs> if you really think about it, a fucking janky platformer more than An a RPG. fancy platformer. An <laughs> ongoing no, game. The biggest compliment that I can give this game was I originally didn't give Kyle any fucking Shadow of a Doubt on this one. Where I was, I. I have my separate PlayStation profile where I go to piss about on games because I have a trophy problem. So I go on that, put up Shadow of the Colossus, play the first three Colossi, um, enjoy it quite a bit, and I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'll go on my main, I'll just play it on pro- proper main. So I replay the first three Colossi again just to get through <laughs> that bit again and then just carry on playing. And the controls are <clears throat> very bad. Like, they're not good controls, but once you get used to them and get over that hurdle... It's an alright video game. I can see why people like it. I, I, It has a lot of kind of precursors to what the following generation of video games would become in terms of it's essentially being uh, an open world and it, you know, and it having regions and stuff like that, where it's like, it's very much built in the spirit of, okay, I can see where a lot of video games like Assassin's Creed and stuff like got the ideas of these worlds that they're building from Shadow of the... Like, it's got a lot of precursors in it. Um, at the end of the day, it still just comes down to see the big thing, work out how to get on the big thing, stab its shiny blue points, job done, everybody. Let's let's watch a cutscene where the pin, where the guy in the sky goes, kill another big thing, and we repeat the process. Um, I liked it quite a bit. Um, I think it's a bit of a hit and miss. Um, overall, I think there are a lot of colossi that are fun. I think whenever water's involved, it's a miserable fucking adventure. Um, that second water colossus. I the one underneath, the like the, the like the 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 water snake thing is awful. What an awful, awful colossus that was. Because <laughs> the first step of that is wait about till he gets angry at you, and then you can start playing the game. I'm like, well, that's a great first step. And it's like, and second step is make sure you're in the perfect position you can grab his tail, because if not, you have to wait another two minutes to try that again. I'm like, oh god, stupid Colossus. Uh, did not like that one at all. Um, other ones I weren't a fan of. Uh, the stupid sky one. Um, not the bird one with the water. That one was fine. The stupid sky one where you have to shoot his air sacs down, so you have to grab onto No, you didn't the... like him? No, he fucking sucked, because, like, the aggro's got the controls of a fucking bar of soap, dude. So when I'm trying to aim at that fucking thing to jump on it, aggro's like, do you mind if I don't? And then just fucking U-turns. I'm like, no, you stupid fuck. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of times I shouted at this horse, spoilers for Shadow of the Claws if you haven't played it, when the fake death happens, like, well, at least I don't have to deal with the shitty controls anymore. Goodbye. I was like, I didn't care. That was not an emotional moment for me. I was like, oh, thank God, the final class is into horse one. Like, God. Um, But yeah, wasn't a huge fan of that one. I wasn't a huge fan of um, the stupid, like, the stupid aggro one where you have to use fire to drop it off the cliff. And then when you get on it. The two small ones are the ones that people really don't like. Yeah, because you get on it and then it just charges forever and you don't have a chance to stab it ever. And it's like, it's just yeah. really annoying. I know people get really sick of the shake on 
they get like the shaking of the classes and you just have to hold R2 and do nothing. On a first playthrough, I think that's perfectly fine because I wasn't really, I was just in the moment, right? But when, yeah, when you are playing them multiple times, like for time trials, I ended up playing each class like six times in the end. Because that's how many times you have to do it. I'm sick in the head. Um, but when you start doing them, it, there is just nothing more annoying than the fucker shaking. You're just like, I just want to stab you right now. Let me stab you, for goodness sake. How hard is it? Um, but I think there are some... Gr- I think the first, like, four or... F- well, no, the first three Colossi, I think, are really solid. They're really good. They're a really good tutorial on how to start, start the game and how the game works. I think they're really... Um, well done um there are a couple of hit and misses there are a couple of bad ones but i think overall they're all pretty well made they're they're cool little boss fights that i like quite a bit um as for the world itself i think it's all kind of use again i feel like it's kind of playing shadow of the colossus in 2024 for the first time is very much different from playing shadow of the colossus on the ps2 for the first time where you want to ride around on your horse and see what the world looks like and find all the apples or whatever the fuck you want to do i was reading online everyone's like oh the game's like 10 hours long i beat it in like four because i was just literally going where's the beast stab the beast <laughs> like i was like let's go baby um but you know i liked it quite a bit i it's interesting because it's very simplistic in its nature i think that i i already knew this the story because i it's one of the it's like Final it's one of those things if you it's existed on youtube yeah. In the year of 2009, that you were going to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, um, I thought, yeah, I thought the story was interesting. It was, it was pretty decent. I think there's a lot of replay value in it. I like games that when you play them for the first time, it takes like five or six hours. And then when you play it for the second time, after you know everything, you can get it done in like an hour and 45 minutes. I like those games because it just makes you feel like, without practicing without doing anything just going through it that you've learned a lot so that you've learned so much that you can literally just breeze through the fucking video game i really like games like that Mm. um i liked it quite a bit i just think that it it definitely feels it's like you feel the age of shadow of the Colossus, even with a blue point remake (laughs) you feel the age of shadow of the Colossus. um but i'd recommend it if you've ever thoughts about giving it a try if you like the idea of climbing up beards and stabbing people in blue shiny spots with a big sword um my favorite thing was doing the time trials on hard and then you get a a fucking blue sword which i think is from ico but i didn't care where it was from because you just stab him and it just (laughs) instantly kills that spot that was satisfying and going around stabbing things again because i needed max health to stab fucking one shot it was really cool (laughs) i started doing on the first classes i just climb up to his head and then start doing 360 slam shots down and just instantly (laughs) kill him nice and this is why i'm like the poetry of the story goes away when you have to play each character like i had to play each colossus six times in terms of time trials and then i had to grind the first two colossi 40 fucking times to get the i remember uh, earlier this week don't do that earlier this (laughs) week an article about the extra mode in the last of us remaster thing Mm -hmm. came out about how it was like antithetical to the story yeah, <laughs> you talking about that just reminded me the of trophies that. Are, like... don't do the trophies for shadow of the clock if you want it it's like an artistic piece of like wow that's beautiful and i had a lot of fun 
don't platinum it because literally the last four hours of me playing that game were me 360 no scoping the first two colossus dozens of times over and over again like it genuinely was just like i was just watching taskmaster on one monitor and just fucking 360 <laughs> stabbing the other <laughs> the colossi on the other and i was just like this is what i'm doing and yeah um but it's a fun like i say it's a fun time i'd recommend Shadow of the colossus if you're into it if you can get over the controls they do get better now i don't know why you have to grab r2 to fucking climb up even just regular ledges i don't know why triangle calls the horse i don't know why triangle runs the horse no silly fucking control scheme very dumb why are there multiple arrows types and stuff you can unlock i don't know (laughs) there were multiple arrow types there are multiple arrow types and you'll never use them because you just stab that's the moral of the story guys that's what shadow of the colossus taught me was arrows arrows are for fucking hitting them in the shin the sword is where it matters boys like there you go yeah um but yeah, that's what, that's what that's it. Case closed, Your Honor. That's all I had to say. Was hit him <laughs> in the shin. Uh, anyway, it's, it's pirate time, Hunter, because you played oh, Assassin's boy. Creed for Black Flag. How much of this did you play? Uh, I think I finished up to like sequence seven. It was like seven or eight. Very far then. Like, isn't yeah. it? I'll, I'll like, I, uh, I, th- I think the last <laughs> date was um, like October 17, 18. So like, we're a month. You're saying that his- as if I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, it's like, my favorite. Historically, <laughs> we're a month before Blackbeard dies. Oh, so you, oh, so you have, the game does go that far, <laughs> kind of, like it keeps going. Oh, like, I, I, I just, I, I know when Blackbeard dies. I don't yeah. know if it happens in the story. <laughs> of course or you whatever. do. <laughs> yeah, he's, he died on my birthday, or what oh. would be my birthday. Oh, that actually makes oh, sense. Yeah. I thought it this was... was just, like, a weird Hunter fun fact. Well, I would know it regardless. But well, yeah, that's what I mean. Fun. <laughs> that's Hunter knowledge right there, folks. Yes, it yeah. is. So, yeah, there's 13 sequences. Yeah. So, that's like... Cool. I'm a little over halfway, mm-hmm. something thereabouts. Um, so yeah, this has been interesting. Assassin's Creed is definitely better when you have years and years apart from the last time you played it and oh, 100%. the current time you're playing it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, because, like, I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but uh, you know, for people who might be newer, I tapped out at three because Connor was a charisma vacuum and i couldn't deal with that after Ezio was so cool mm-hmm. and also like i should have liked the whole historical uh colonial usa angle more than i did for being a history nerd but i didn't so i think that a was lot the of one people that tapped out me. on assassin's creed 3 i was tempted yeah. to tap out on assassin's creed 3 but P- luckily for me for luckily for ubisoft ps4 had no launch game so when ethan was getting a ps4 well when ethan and his dad were getting a ps4 for christmas <laughs> there weren't that many games that we could get so assassin's creed 4 was one of them so i did end up trying it um, and it's like you know if this had been the one that had come out instead of three i probably would have kept with the series for at least another entry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what, that's what, it restored my hope for a little bit that's what yeah because like dude, it's great I, I've been enjoying my time with this one. There's been a lot of instances where I'm like, oh, yes, this is what it was like. Like when, like when I'm chasing someone down and I run into a wall and I'm just stuck running up the wall for like five minutes because he won't stop running up the wall that he can't <laughs> climb. 
<laughs> so I'm like, I guess I'm just going to do this until it kills me because I'm not going to catch him anymore. Well, the fact but, that like every five missions is a tailing mission. Yeah, it's a very tailing, tailing missions mission. Go from person to game. both, which is my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, person to two people to someone else to yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some fun stuff. Um, so that's not my favorite thing in the world because it's very tailing heavy. But yeah, you know, as far as like pirates are cool. I like pirates quite a bit. So this mm. game is you know tickling an itch that way because. Edward Kenway, unlike his grandson, very charismatic, very cool. I like him quite a bit. I like his favorite assassin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Going off of going off of the limited experience I have compared to you, he's also my second favorite. (laughs) It is great. (laughs) Out of four, (laughs) I knew that you'd like him instantly because, like I said to Kyle, I think I mentioned this to Kyle as well. Where it's like mm-hmm. the first thing he does is sees a dead assassin, nicks his outfit because it looks cool, and then when the assassins are like, "Do you want to join us?" He's like, "Nah, but I'll keep the outfit," and then just walks away. I'm like, "Yeah, this guy's great." <laughs> I th- yeah, I think this is a really fun angle for him too. Is like he doesn't really care about the Templar assassin conflict that's going on. He's like, "I'm just gonna keep pirating, being pirate and stuff." Yeah, and I think that's a really fun one, especially for where you were at in the series at that point. Where I don't remember what was going on in three, but you know, Ezio was very much, you know, very coming of age story he went through, and then in the second game, and then his sequels and all that. And Altair well, three was... was always interesting because um, Connor's dad, Haytham, was a Templar, yeah, uh, yeah. who is Edward's son, yeah. and so it's interesting to see because his uh, Haytham had a detachment to the Creed because of his dad. So it's interesting to see where that stems from and you can probably see why because <laughs> edward doesn't really care about edward the assassins that much either. either so yeah, yeah. um this is it's just yeah the thing about uh hatham being a templar that's been confusing is it's not like edward sympathized with the templars either no but yeah but yeah he's a he's a really cool character as far as like the flashbacks to his time before like with the caroline i think is her name yeah are super interesting as far as like seeing that as what his motivator is. It's like, it's like he just wanted to, he just wanted to be, uh, he didn't want to be a peasant for the rest of his life was all he really wanted. It was almost kind of like the insecurity of not being good enough that drove him initially. So that's been super fun as far as just seeing his journey. It's interesting because I feel like Assassin's Creed 4, and I know you've, not got to the end it's one of the most it's one of the more human stories by the time you get to it but especially yeah. when you get into the latter half of it it's it is genuinely one because like you say those kind of ambitions and the creed and all that bollocks that every other assassin's creed game holds itself up to and kind of sticks to it whether you like it or not it's like i love Ezio's story it's great but so much of it is based on this belief system and what he believes in and so much is entangled in the creed and all that jazz that sometimes it can kind of take you out of it whereas assassin's creed 4 is there is the, the there is assassins and you know, Adewale and there's like all these kind of characters that are like threads are weaving in and out but none of it really matters to edward and it's all more of a human connection to friends and whatever happens along the way right and i think yeah it makes yeah it for like a even lot more in interesting the first story. half of the story has been super interesting as far as like the whole nassau thing where there's like they're falling apart and they're doing their best to not mm-hmm. it's been super interesting that way oh man complete aside but sid 
from Final Fantasy 16 is one of the pirates in this game. That took me by complete surprise. I was like, yo, it's Blackbeard. And then a second later, I'm like, yo, it's Sid. <laughs> After I heard the other guy talk, I'm like, oh, man. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a good character wise. There's a bunch of stuff. I, I like I love Edward's friendship with Bonnet, the merchant guy. Yeah. <laughs> that one's been great so far. Uh, Blackbeard himself is very captivating. I like that in the same like span of 30 seconds, he'll go from doing is like, oh, I'm Blackbeard, intimidating, ahoy, and all that, to being like, yo, what up, Edward? <laughs> Edward walks by. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I remember specifically, like, sometime a few days ago, I got a scene where he was doing his whole intimidation <laughs> shtick to demonstrate to a bonnet because his bonnet was on his ship for some reason. I don't really remember the specifics. And uh, he had like a, he seems to be wearing a hat that was rigged with dynamite or something. I don't, I believe that's what it was. And after he was done with his whole spiel, Edward was like, hat looks great, by the way. He's like, of course it does. I'm like, this is fantastic. Dude, it's one of those games where it's like, I, I'm like on. I'm like ninety percent sure that by the end of this generation, we know there's an Assassin's Creed Four remake coming. I think they are going to start remaking old Assassin's Creeds at some point soon, not just Four. I think we're going to get to that point. And there's only two games that I would ever care for, and that's Assassin's Creed Two and this one. These are like, yeah. Because one, I think they're old enough that they both could do. Like, I think Four still looks great, but it still has that PS3 model uncanny, yeah, uncanny valiness to it. The the people especially the modern day people look bad. <laughs> That's the worst. The worst part of Assassin's Creed 4 is the modern stuff. Like they, you the can worst tell part they of any Assassin's care. Creed is the modern day yeah, stuff. Yeah, but you can tell they didn't care with this one, and it's like, it's even That's worse. That's because it shouldn't even be here. At least with the Desmond stuff in the other games, it seems to be leading to something at the time. This right, time, this one just doesn't, yeah. you're just a guy. A guy who is just a guy. You don't you do. even you, you work. You, you work for Abstergo's you just work at video game and like, division. Oh, uh, Kyle, you literally are. They're like, we're gonna make a video game out of this. It's all messed it shit. It's awful. It's really bad. If it was an introductory <laughs> cutscene to contextualize why you're still seeing stories of assassins in universe after Desmond is departed or whatever, that's I would have accepted that. It kicked me out again. <laughs> like I've, I think it's happened to me like thrice now. And let me tell you, every time I've just become more and more annoyed <laughs> because these parts. I didn't even, I didn't even like this. It, I didn't even like this when it was building to something with Desmond. I was like, well, fine, but I don't like you. <laughs> but now it's even worse because you've got this moron chirping in your ear about conducting shady activities. Who's like bipolar, by the way? He went from being like, oh, go and do this illicit task. Or whatever to and then like in the span of two seconds it's like oh don't like that well screw you i own you i'm gonna blow the whistle on you or something i'm like where did this come from i feel like i missed a scene it's all yeah <laughs> it's all garbage and to be fair it's interesting because um rogue i think also has it because of course it fucking did um but if unity literally just has a cutscene at the start that's just like lamau and then it just literally just plays as an assassin game and syndicate does this thing where it shows like a couple of modern day cutscenes in the game at different points but it's just a cutscene that you have to watch and then you just fucking straight back in and it's like okay and then as soon as origin then they started it back up again with origins we have to play as a fucker outside of the animus for a bit for no fucking Uh, reason again stop Um, it 
Like I thought, I thought it was. It's pretty easy to tell. That's not the reason people care about these games. Well, I did, but I was a stupid like eight year old. How old was I when I first said what two thousand seven? So I was like, I was a stupid ten year old or whatever, dude. Like I loved that stuff, but that was because it was. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I wasn't being strung along by the initial story the first time either. It was like definitely the cool. Oh, the story in Assassin's, Assassin's Creed was... Two. That shit was sick, dude. Like, like the breakout. <laughs> like, it was Assassin's Creed it was the was cool Assassin cool, stuff yeah. that I was more interested in, even regardless of like D- Desmond could have been like shooting people akimbo style with like submachine guns, and I would have cared less about him than Ezio. <laughs> Do that, yeah. You know. But yeah, it's especially egregious here because it's completely pointless. Oh, hundred percent. No disagree uh, with you there. But uh, let's see. Do I have any other complaints? I already talked about the tailing missions. Um, uh, no, that's about it. Uh, as far as like, yeah, the stupid modern day stuff, tailing mission heavy. And then just typical things that I would have expected from it being an Assassin's Creed game that's kind of old. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, there's some, there's some interest, there's, there's some, there's some rusty parts to it. I think they, I don't know if you ever reached a point. Sometimes it wanted, it depends how much you upgraded your ship. Sometimes it would like, there was one point in the game, it was pretty early on, so I think you've already passed it. But it was like, it wouldn't start a mission because your ship wasn't strong enough. And I just remember oh. being like, you fucking... I've had main missions where it tells me that I should upgrade my ship, and then I just send it anyway. But, of course you no. do. Yeah. But, but no, yeah. It, it typically worked out. But, you know. Uh, but yeah, as far as, like, uh, yeah, character-wise, I think it's great. Like, all all of these pirate guys are pretty cool. Like, James Kidd, the other one, yeah. is especially funny, because that one, the, the, the twist there was actually super it was funny because i think i thought about it for a second before uh the story just moved on after his introduction and, I was like, and then later on it turned out to be oh i was right and then yeah. uh, i like how he hassles edward about nicking the garb too mm-hmm. they're like oh that's not you you're a fake and a fraud <laughs> <laughs> yeah i already oh, knew the man. story about i already knew the story about um i don't want to you know i already know about kid i already yeah. knew that story so yeah but it, it was interesting it was fun to see it play out in uh a different medium i guess instead of just hearing about it or reading about yeah. it it's always fun um i don't know it's always interesting because it's like i feel like with Assassin's Creed in the past and stuff like that, yeah, you meet like historical figures. And Assassin's Creed too, you know, it's just like, oh look, it's, da- it's fucking Da Vinci, like hell yeah, dude, homie, and he's <laughs> he's the your lie. best you're buddy. Like, yeah. And Assassin's Creed Three is lame with its like its historical characters. You're just like, who gives a toss? Well, yeah, that's because like <laughs> lame. Assassin's Creed Two had Da Vinci. You get the founding fathers. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, and like, now this man, and, yeah. Da Vinci and to this... Thomas Jefferson, gross. Yeah. <laughs> and then this game just went back to them being homies again. You're like, hell yeah, bro! Like, <laughs> I love historical like, like as much as that. Like, I like learning about history, but also I just it's, I think it's way funnier when you're just like homies with them. They just like, yeah, what's up, bro? How's it going? I just think that's more funny. Or that was, spinning a, that was on the it kind of a musing thing about uh, this game. Was I thought it was gonna take a little while for Edward to be like respected amongst the pirate people but no it was like essentially like 
soon as he got back, as soon as he took the outfit, he seemed to be like, oh, yeah, we know you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. fine, too. Oh, yeah, I think one of the other things, that this isn't like a major complaint, but going from like mission to mission, I feel like sometimes feels a bit disjointed. Mm-hmm. Just because like, you know, be like, go over here. It feels like there wasn't much of an indication at the end of whatever the previous main mission was sometimes. That where you going next? That's yeah. where you would be going next. It's kind of like, oh, I've got to check the map to see where it tells me to go. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Well, a lot of that game was just pissing about a lot. <laughs> I did that yeah. so much. Just It told you to go mad, and you're like, hell yeah, I'm going to just go fight shit and see what I can find. Yeah, I haven't done a whole lot of the extra stuff. Like, mostly it's been assassin contracts, because mm-hmm. that's the easy stuff to do. And then, uh, like, the Templar hunts or whatever that show up a little later. I've been doing those. I was just a maniac, dude. I was just like, it's pirate time. I was, I don't know what it was, but I was like, pirate time. It's time to ram into people. It's time to do all sorts of stuff. <laughs> I'd just be like, hell yeah. No, yeah. It's just one of those games where it's just super satisfying. Obviously, you could do it in like other games with pirates in it before, but there's just something. Assassin's Creed Combat is so junk food with how it plays, but the idea of ramming into somebody else's ship and then jumping onto it and doing Assassin's Creed junk food combat, there's just some kind of dopamine <laughs> kick in that. Where it's just like it's like all the it's like all the neurons are firing. You're just like yes, stupid shit, love it. Oh, I guess that's one thing. The combat. And maybe I'm just misremembering how the games before it played, but I feel like they made you have to pay a little bit more attention to like countering and stuff in this one. Yeah, because like they, they, you can't just do the hold one, hold, hold yeah, R1 hold R one and push square. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah, the like I know that was the good old standby for the first game, and I think uh, I think Assassin's Creed Two, you had to. You know, you had to do the break defense thing on bigger dudes occasionally. Yeah, you had still only bigger them. dudes though. Every other person, yeah. you could still do the R one square. Thing. Yeah, that's what, yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I just couldn't remember specifically. So Unless they I called like... the sand in your eye technique, dude. Which was oh, the, the pocket sand. Oh, fuck off, pocket sand, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, to that extent, I guess at least they made the combat a little bit more engaging. Because like I rem- I definitely remember the days of like Assassin's Creed One, just taking out an entire city of people <laughs> par- with parry, two buttons. <laughs> counter, counter, counter! It was the most autopilot monkey brain nonsense. Dude, it was so good. It was so good though. Yeah. Junk food, dude. Yeah. Junk food, just like totally yeah, yeah. Good. So. So they made Assassin's it better Creed in that respect. Too stupid. I still remember where it's like, oh yeah, if you do the R one square thing, if you then pre- if you time your square button right, you can just press square once, it'll just automatically kill the next person as well. So you can just go on a chain oh, doing nothing but just an R one square and then just square, square, square. Everyone's dead. You're like, oh yeah, what a great video oh, game. Nice. I love Assassin's Creed Two. It is the goat. Um, yeah. but yeah. But yeah, closing thoughts. I can understand why people were always like, oh, it's too bad you stopped before you played this one. <laughs> it's a good one. You could stop after you played this one as well, and then you'll be perfect. Then you I intend to. I'm just waiting nothing... for the witchy game after that. Which is probably going to be another four years anyway, so that's enough time to yeah, enjoy yeah. an Assassin's so Creed game. Yeah. There's like, part of me is like, oh man, it might be cool to play Assassin's Creed 2 again or something. But then I'm also like, 
if I start doing that, I'm probably going to quit halfway through or something where I feel like I'm going to finish this once I've played Prince of Persia. <laughs> Humorous that Prince of Persia, of all things, is now what's putting the yeah. pause button on this. <laughs> I mean, like I said, man, it's only a matter of time. Ubisoft will one day remake Assassin's Creed 2 and it'll either be the greatest day or the worst day. We'll find out in a decade. Um, yeah. You won't be allowed to own it because they hate you. <laughs> It's true. No, <laughs> Please buy Ubisoft Plus for the low, low price. I don't even know what it was. Prince of Persia made me make a Ubisoft account. I was so annoyed. Ew, you had to make one? I think if I would have turned off the console's Wi-Fi or something, I could have like circumvented that, but I wasn't really thinking about that at the time. Yeah, that, but like, that's, that's gross. That's, I'm sorry. That's gross. Oh, you have to go through that, yeah. yeah. That's tragic. Ubisoft has my email now. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right anyway kyle take us yes. home you your second game was i am setsuna correct um this is a jrpg oh, from square that came out around uh 2016 i think it was like the start of 2016 it's more recent than i and, thought it was to be honest yeah and this is something it's a game that's always been in my backlog since i had heard of it it always Same. seemed it had always seemed super interesting like the like the basic basically the best way I can describe what this game is like is that it's basically if Chrono Trigger met Final Fantasy X, where you get the the combat from Chrono Trigger along with a very similar story setup to what Final Fantasy X had on offer, except instead of a beach, you're on a mountain for the entire game. But essentially Setting up the story, um, you're basically playing as this mercenary who's set off to kill, who's uh, been tasked to go kill Setsuna, who is basically like this human sacrifice to like keep the monsters away. It's basically this ongoing tradition in the world for whatever reason. Oh, it really is um, Fantasy Ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see what I mean? Yeah. and But like there's one... And there's also one part where Setsuna's talking and she's like, oh, well, I have to go on this pilgrimage. And then that's when it clicked in my brain, the word pilgrimage. I'm like, oh, this is just, we're just doing Final Fantasy X right now. Yeah. There's one dude straight up that you get later. He's just Orin, but he's wearing green instead of red. Boo. <laughs> it is kind of boo. But like the similarities are just... It's very apparent, even as someone who didn't play a lot of Final Fantasy X. But, no, I've, I'm really enjoying this game. I've been playing through it, so I got through about, like, eight hours of the game, but that's because I've been going through it on my live stream. I've been streaming my first playthrough of it. Oh, yeah. Just because yeah. I want to try and get back into streaming, and this seemed like a good way to start. And mm. But I guarantee, if I hadn't been streaming, and I'd just been playing this game on my own time, I certainly would have finished it by now oh yeah i think i'm like i looked up on how long to beat games like 20 hours long i've put oh, it about cool. eight it's so not super obnoxious it's, in length, then. yeah it's not like a super big time commitment either never trust how long to beat the, the <laughs> speed runner that's what i do start skipping text that's what i do 
just to spite how long to beat, I'll be like, 25 hours, you say, I can make this 23. We'll just skip the next five conversations. We'll be fine. We'll, we'll... Xenoblade 1 is a 60-hour game. Fucking nerds, bro. <laughs> that game's like, that game's 18 hours if you try hard enough, guys. Like, come on. S- 16 if you ate your Wheaties. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get those quads built for Button Valley, dude. That's what you gotta do. You gotta do some fucking squats beforehand, dude. Get that training done. Um, but no, it's interesting. Sorry, Cal. I completely we just completely nah, you're good. The conversation. But, um, um, I think I basically said my whole piece on this game. This game isn't like super difficult as an RPG either. It's very beginner friendly. I think, hmm. like, I think the hardest part would be getting adjusted to the ATB combat system, which is. For those who don't know, it's like this really old system that Square Enix came up with in the 90s. They used it for a shitload of their Final Fantasies, and they tricked us into thinking it was good. I am not a fan of it. The dogs hate it. Dogs the... hate it. It's, it's or the dogs early. hate me, and they're coming coming to get me. <laughs> yeah, we're a very pro ACB household here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, uh, but now, I think, like, no, I basically said my whole piece on it. It's a very super cozy game to play too. Like between the atmosphere of the world, be, you know, just you're being on the snowy mountain for seemingly the whole thing, and coupled that with the soundtrack, which is all piano music. Holy mm. shit, dude! It 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 just hits. Everything about it just hits. Oh. Soundtrack is so good in this game. I've I've actually fallen asleep to it. So it's the second game that we've had fucking sleeping uh, issues here in the but this in the podcast. I don't okay, think but Kyle this one fell was asleep del- to it while he was playing it. <laughs> I used the soundtrack when I was trying to fall asleep. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. This game also does something really weird. I've never seen any other RPG let you do this, but you can change the names of your skills from the defaults i don't know why that's a feature but i think it's just really neat oh, oh yeah. dude i wish more things did that i would love to name you know firiga like i don't know fire big fire or just something big silly fire. like that <laughs> dude, the amount of times where it's like yeah and so many in jrpgs where they got fucking like let me just change this to something pronounceable real quick yeah, yeah, I'd dude, probably like, do it more for Persona. Yeah, where Persona, it's, like... it's so annoying when you're trying to like, okay, which one's the big, big one? Because it's like you've got the you've got a small one, then you've got the medium one, then you've got the big one, then you've got the group, you've got the group small one, the group <laughs> medium, the group big one. You and see, like... I think I, I think I think I could still remember Persona's elemental nonsense. Yeah, I probably could, but I'd but much it's all the support go... things that I didn't use that I wouldn't small be able fui, to tell fui, you what fui, does. Fui. God, yeah. the support have... skills in Persona never stuck with me, dude. Yeah. I remember some of their names, cannot remember what they do. Hunger's a pain in the ass. Thanks, Akuma, a boss fight. Piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck Royal. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, Setsuna, it's a really good game. I'm, I'm a big fan of the whole cast. I think that they all like bounce off of each other very well. They all have a really good dynamic. Setsuna especially, like, I really like how her character is being presented. And I think the game does a good job of, like, showing 
how she's handling the weight of this journey that she's on. Yeah, that's like the one, the the two things I know about this game are that it's an RPG and then it's depressing. So it immediately yeah. went on my radar. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to play you one day. Oh. <laughs> Dude, hop on. Like I said, this was something, this was a game that I had on my list for you. So Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Like I said, it's always been on my backlog too. I think one of the yeah, but it's just it missed it throughout the because if it came out in 2016, I didn't have a job, and then 2017 happened, and I had other games to buy. Yeah, you know, I always think it kind of sucks where it's like, um, you know, obviously we live in a bubble, especially like doing this podcast and stuff like that, where we're buying new games constantly all the time, right? If we were normal, a lot of the times we could have let some of these games slip into when they're either one cheaper or in these subscription services or whatever, so we could pick stuff up a lot of the time. But mm-hmm. it's like, man, it like back when I was like in college or whatever, something like because Game Pass was like maybe just trickling starting in like when I was in college or whatever. But it's like if Game Pass or PS Extra or something like that was around back when I was in college, dude, I wouldn't have had to pay for video games because there's so much good shit on there that I would just be oh, able yeah. to waste my yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it's in, like when know? I first like... got my PlayStation, it was like I would at least turn on every PS Plus game. Oh, yeah, back in like... <laughs> and now PS4, I have the yeah, benefit yeah. of... Now, if, even if it doesn't even look like something I'd really vibe with that much, I'd be like, I'm going to give you a chance because it's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and now i've got like, the benefit of income so you know like if yeah you're in, if you're in high school or something and it's like you know you can somehow convince your parents to pay like eight i still think 80 dollars or whatever's a fucking ripoff or whatever the shit it is now <laughs> but like you know convince your parents not your money to spend 80 dollars for a year and you just have this whole catalog of games be fucking golden dude like oh yeah you'd be set gone are yeah. the days where you used to just have games for birthday and christmas or whatever and that's it like <laughs> choose your six wisely it's like yeah you get some good stuff um I think that's what I noticed is a lot of the time I look at these subscription servers and I'm just, Hunter, I'm sure you're the same way where you just look, you played it, played it, played it, didn't want to play it anyway, played it, played it. Oh, yeah, I've finally been waiting for that one. Or like, that, uh, like, there'll be the one yeah. Yahtzee moment where you're like, oh, finally. <laughs> yeah, like last year for me, I think that was inscription. Uh, or it's like for me, it's like 13 centils and it's still on that. Yeah, but I'll, I'll play it when I get to it. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah or, um, or yeah, or a lot of the time, even like uh, with the PSN sales or whatever, I'll like look at it, and all of the ones that are mildly enticing, I've already bought. Yeah, dude, it's got that's what's depressing, and it's like when you know you have a problem. Is when I remember I used to check every PlayStation sale and be like, "Oh, this finally's gone sale!" Like just adding, you know, that backlog of games that you've wanted to play or whatever. And now I just look through PlayStation Store sales, and it's like. Yeah, played it, played Purchased it, played it. Already bought it. Bought it for full price, like a stupid fucker. Yeah, like that's yeah. it. Yeah, um, it's like ah. Oh. See, but thankfully, no. the I'm, it's nice that they have a wish list now, so I can just kind of bookmark the things I'm interested in. And it'll it always tell makes me, me laugh though, because I always forget, and then it's like, oh, I've got that one physically. Oh, I got that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's something I had. Tales to... of the Borderlands was complete ass, so I don't ever have to go and play that. That's yeah, that's good. something Thank I you. had to uh, remember to do, is because like I think I have the first River City Girls game on that wish list for a long time, and then I got the disc, and I was like, okay. And then like a month later, a month after I beat the game, it was telling me that it was on sale. I'm like, oh right. I just did that. <laughs> I need to get um, rid of that. I bought uh, La Noire physically, 
because I want to oh, play yeah. Eleanor eventually, and it's been on my wish list, my digital wish list forever. But Rockstar never puts that on sale for a decent price. It's still always like twenty five bucks whenever it's on sale. I'm like this game came out in like two thousand what twelve? Two thousand twelve? Yeah, it's like two thousand twelve. What's their problem? Like, what's your what problem? I know it? you remastered it, but you remastered it in, like twenty eighteen. What the fuck is this? Like, put it on sale. Like, so I just bought it physically for like twenty bucks. I'm like, fuck yeah. it, I'll just do that. Um, it's weird that they've got the wish list functionality now, but you can't like gift people things. <laughs> it's only a matter of time, you assume. Yeah, yeah, but I, I feel like I've been saying that for like three years at least. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Who knows? Maybe probably they're... longer. The PS4 didn't let you do that either. Yeah, yeah. Did the PS3 let you do that? No, no. Steam gifting's not that. a thing that. Things thing. other than Steam let you do. Yeah. The when Wii it, Shop it, channel let you do that. When it comes to mm-hmm. stuff like that, I rule of thumb usually goes, Microsoft will probably do it first, then Sony, then Nintendo will have done it 20 years ago, and then we'll reintroduce it 36 years later. You know, like, oh, good, good job, guys. <laughs> and all the Nintendo fans will pop off for it. Oh my fucking god! It's Mario Kart. See, the reason they could do it with the Wii Shop channel is because only because everyone already had the two digital Wii games that we're getting. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Uh, anyway, let's wrap it. But up. But no, this whole like this <laughs> this PS Plus game exchange was a ton of fun. I I really like this idea. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll do it again. Maybe we'll give it another year just so that the catalogs refresh and there might be I mean, some I don't, I don't to... expect that I'm going to be keeping the extra tier for... Well, too bad! We're going to force it <laughs> next year, ladies and gentlemen! We're going to force it next year! You will for the podcast! Hey! Uh, Remember, Hunter, it's an investment. <laughs> <laughs> well, what yeah. we'll do is, we'll do it normally, you can pick our games, and then you have to buy the games that we give you, and then there we go. <laughs> I'm, I mean, shouldn't say we'll that, figure uh, it out, I guess. Until we fucking magic wallet, yeah. Don't, don't, don't display, yeah, don't, it, <laughs> don't mock Hunter. Hunter. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't think that after the price increase that they pulled last That's year, true. It, it's they're liable like... to pull again. I'm probably going to not do it's it. I think I set. I think after that price increase, I set my subscription to go back to the typical one, like stage one. Stage one. Back down the chart. God, yeah. Dude, it's such a fucking rip-off. Like I say, it is a rip-off. It is. Get it bought for you, so you feel less guilty. That's what I'd say. Well, hey. Um... Oh, would mine runs that mine expires in October. It's like the worst fucking point. I don't remember when mine expires anymore. I think it's it's just, just random point in the year. Mine's like mid or late. It's whenever PS Now died because I was just stacking up on it before it died, so that I got extra years for cheap. So it was like I think it's late October twenty twenty four. Mine expires now, so it's like that oh. sucks because that means I'd have to wait three weeks for Black Friday to get it if I wanted to wait for that fucking sale. Um. And usually November, October, November time is usually when multiplayer games release, isn't it? So it's like if the multiplayer game that my friends wanted to play or whatever happens, I'm like, well, I guess I'll fucking die. Yeah. Um, that's anyway. That's it. We're back. Uh, let's wrap it up. Links are on screen right now. Uh, you can go and follow 
posts uh, on Twitter if you want to keep up to date with what we did on the podcast. Uh, Kyle, I finally did update your little thing, so it has your right Twitter handle because it hasn't had it. It's been wrong for a while now. I said to Hunter before yeah. the show started, I never noticed, and uh, I don't know why you never mentioned it, but there you go, it's fixed. I, I think I did my rebranding after you had already set those videos to upload. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. As so well. so I now kind the first of, half will have the old one, and then the second half will have the new one. So we're all oh, good. that's hilarious. Uh, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> great. Uh, to be honest, I forgot we were doing a podcast. I started eating Mike and Ike because I fucking forgot we were on the podcast. To be honest, if you're wondering why Ethan <laughs> usually eat candy or whatever on the podcast, yeah, that's because I forgot <laughs> I was on the podcast. Okay, we're warming back up. We're warming back up. Uh, next week we're going to be talking about. Uh, as I say, let me get the list back up again. Prince of Persia. We're going to be talking about another code recollection. And we're going to be talking about Undernight, Inbirth, Metropolitan Police Department 3, whatever the fuck that game was called. Nailed um, it. Got it. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to be talking about Undernight Rebirth, Sis. Sistine Chapel, that's what it wasn't Metropolitan that's Police right. Department. That's right. Rebirth, Sistine Chapel. Sistine that's Chapel. What? God embarrassing um we're gonna be talking about all those next week and then obviously join us in two weeks uh for the start of uh a jrpg february i guess with persona 3 reload uh finally arriving uh you calling it that makes me want to make one of the episodes in between persona and final fantasy some other random jrpg no too bad (laughs) even though it wouldn't be logistically possible no, <laughs> not really. But uh, <laughs> I don't know why you gotta find another hundred hours. You're already gonna need two hundred hours in February. That's what I'm not, saying. Not gonna happen. But yeah, we got busy a uh, couple of weeks planned out. Uh, we got some fun stuff, obviously leading up to Final Fantasy VII Rebirth at the end of February as well. So there'll be plenty of stuff to come out. But yeah, I'll leave it there for today. Thank you for hanging out with us. We'll be back same time, same place next week for more. Finally, back to being live-ish we'll be kind of back on track uh but yeah we'll see you then uh but until next time have an awesome week yeah we'll see you then bye see ya toodaloo